he's all boned up, thinks he's going to be the next, I don't know, whatever, Eminem. Uh, I don't know what oh the popular God. rappers are now. He's not even a peanut Eminem. No. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu, alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host, Crypto Chamber. Chamber, how you doing, buddy? I am doing fantastic. I have I can't remember another time um, that I've been more excited for you to do the show because I feel like you're going to come out of the gates just blazing. So uh, we were. This is what it's about ten o'clock in the morning on Monday. Yep, and we you were chomping at the bit to get a show done i'm fired up i i am fired up i have so many stories to tell uh none of which are crypto related <laughs> but so we many all know stories. that's not why you're here <laughs> in fact yeah in fact uh we had a guest that i made you scrap so that i could just come on and tell stories <laughs> that, that is 100 percent correct I said, oh, seven o'clock and a guest. Nah, I got nah. too much, t- too many stories to tell. Another time, please. I love it. <laughs> so uh, I don't even know where to start. Okay, let's start with um, the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that was yesterday, bone. correct? A, that was that was yesterday. I have a bone to pick with you. All right, fair. You're you're the most anti Super Bowl person I've ever seen, and I. Don't know. I mean, I guess it's because you're Canadian, so like NFL. Oh no, no, it's it's, forte. People lose their shit in Canada for the Super Bowl. It's okay because that was one of my questions. I'm just a contrarian. I think. I think I'm just a contrarian. Yeah, you like the NBA. I do like the NBA, and and I, I don't know. I we were kind of texting back and forth yesterday, and as if I was a football fan, like if, if it was the NBA. And and every year there was like a uh, like a the Super Bowl equivalent we'll call it even though it's like a seven game series in the NBA for but if if all of a sudden like the the fan pool grew by like ten x like on one game I would be pissed and all these like fake Why? people I don't know it's my sports and <laughs> you can't you know you need to be involved in order to watch it but there's um, so I see much too many moms walking around to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Like the Super Bowl I, I is it. the game is secondary, maybe even tertiary. To, I don't disagree to what goes on with the Super Bowl. I mean, the Super Bowl is my Super Bowl, right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the saying comes from somewhere, right? Like, right. oh, that's his Super Bowl. That is, I am geared up all day, ready to rock and roll for the Super Bowl. This, I mean, I tweeted pictures of my spread. You would have I had a great saw time that. at the Super Bowl. Uh, I I showed my wife. Uh, you would, you would. Uh, uh, took a couple of pictures and, and shot a video, and I'm like, man, that always seems like regardless a bunch of family party. Always, regardless if it's the Super Bowl or Christmas or Thanksgiving, oh, no, yeah. I want to get involved with know how to party. Yes, they do. <laughs> so that's first of all. I feel like if anybody can respect a good spread, it's you. Absolutely. Um, okay, so that's just, number one. So, so just to kind of you know uh, put a put a pin in that one. Um, Yesterday we did have a full spread, full hors d'oeuvre, full spread, and uh, with the entire family, my entire family, immediate. Um, God, and what, what we watched was this. 
what we watched was the Simpsons Super Bowl episode. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, that was. I said. I said I don't want to watch the Super Bowl. I said let's watch the Simpsons Super Bowl episode. Speaking uh, so, of, I uh, just on a tangent of based on what you just said, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas next year. I'm uh-huh. actually going to get you. I've already pre-planned it, <laughs> and you are going to love it. It is. I love. That's I, all I can say at this. I love moment, surprises. But. <laughs> uh so you wa- you had a Super Bowl party for the Simpsons Super Bowl episode. Exactly. Okay. Exactly, so it was delicious and I ate too much and I had a sore tummy. My guts were fucked at the end. Uh <laughs> absolutely <laughs> fucked. Um all right, so number 1 is the spread. Mm-hmm. Number 2 for me is the gambling, which is, you know, I could imagine. I could it's, imagine. It's the best. So like, you know, not even just the actual wagering on the game but like we do these pools by quarter with everybody in the uh, at the party and you're like wagering against people at the party it's just such a good time everybody's screaming and yelling and then you know the game is kind of the game it it is what it is but it's an event you know and and correct me if i'm wrong it was two red and gold teams uh playing against each other I'm colorblind. I'm the wrong person to ask. About that, but I, I believe both teams do have red, and they're just different shades. Uh, the 49ers definitely have gold. I don't know about Kansas City. I think it's more like a yellowy, but I guess. All right. I feel like those are the two teams I confuse. I confuse uh, the most uh, are are Kansas City and Sa- uh, San Francisco. So, yeah, so a couple good stories from the Super Bowl. All right. Uh, the the. Kansas City Chiefs won, came back in the fourth quarter. They were down 10 with seven minutes left, and they came Ooh, back and won. Really? Yep. It was actually a really good game. So, uh, you know uh, that I've been, like, into the, you know, memorabilia, the card collecting, all of that stuff. So yes. I had a Patrick Mahomes, who's the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, PSA 10 graded rookie card that I bought before the playoffs for like 600 bucks. Oh, it event, was that much before the playoffs? Yes. In the All event right. that I thought they would win the Super Bowl. Uh, they did win the Super Bowl. He was the Super Bowl MVP. And I strategically planned it as such that my eBay auction ended about 30 minutes after the game. I'm sitting there after the game, and I'm just watching my eBay just explode with bids. <gasps> really? I sold it. Would you like to guess what it, what the auction ended for? Okay, so you bought it for six hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay, I don't want to overshoot it. Is twenty five hundred dollars in the ballpark? Uh, so it's less than that, but you're not off. You're okay. not too far off. It was right around. It was nineteen seventy five. Okay, I feel good about it. All right, that, that, that's fantastic, obviously. 1975. Like, it, it, I, it was insane. I was just like, okay, this is awesome. Plus, I hit a 7-1 to one Super Bowl bet on the Chiefs, so that won me quite a bit of money as well. But the best story of the entire day... Uh, do you want to do you want to preface this with the text I sent you? Yes. Like so you, the, the day of. <laughs> so you sent me a text. Hey, Very cryptic. Hey, do you have any money left in your my bookie account? Which I immediately said, no, I don't. I'm a sucker and I lose all my money um, <laughs> because you had a prop bet. Am I saying that properly? Correct. Yes. And what was that prop bet? Yeah, um, so, and that's all you said. That's all you said. You're like, oh, I, I just have... said uh, you said why, and I yeah, you said yeah, that's right. And, <laughs> and then I you said, said I, have I got some in... inside info on a prop bet. 
and you're like what you're like of course you fucking do <laughs> exactly of course you do right so the prop bet what was the prop bet so um after I, I think it was much later in the day um i had asked you like what was the prop bet and you're like over under on the national anthem and i'm like i read that and i was floored i was dead i was laughing very very hard um and it was and the inside info was the under correct correct and so and it hit by a decent margin actually so i went out based on this info and max bet it anywhere i could find it uh so what actually happened with this bet was all the books had it up all week and the original line was like two minutes and four seconds and friday night i saw some tweets where a lot of places were pulling it because of you know what they deemed inside info that means because somebody had hit it hard and uh they relined it at a minute and 57 ish seconds right that seems then, short even at the even at the original time it seemed short yeah and so demi lovato was singing it i don't know anything about her but um it so i got this inside info from a fellow crypto friend amazing uh, i won't name any names it wasn't me <laughs> was it wasn't you <laughs> Uh, it's about as good of inside info as you'll possibly ever get. Um, this person had a family member that was very involved in some of the pregame ceremonies. So much so, in fact, that they have to, by basically down to the second, know what time they need to do their thing. Really? And so that person was getting intel, basically instructions that, okay, it was going to be give or take a minute 30 by a couple seconds, right? So that leaves, you know, 27 seconds based on what the line was to be right or wrong. And that's crazy. so I'm like, okay, let's crush that. <laughs> and so all of us did, and it worked, and we were celebrating very early on the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, yes. Like what? Uh, what were the like? What, what kind of odds you get on this? Is it just it like is a basically two to one? even money? So you win what you bet. Essentially. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, in my on mine it was, but there was some others that you could actually get plus money on the under, which was even better. That's pretty sick. But so the Super Bowl ended up very nicely for me. It was it was a good time had by all. So um, it's it's fun it's funny you mentioned obviously all the betting and stuff because uh, after the kids went to bed, I watched the best movie of 2020 so far in my opinion and that was uncut gems i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> holy shit because that was it, huh? all in my wheelhouse that was a i mean i've been a sandman fan forever uh i'm obviously a huge basketball fan like the characters like adam sandler is and there was a ton of betting um have you seen the movie Yes, I actually, uh, so I haven't been to the theater in a long time, and three people called me after they saw it and said, you need to see this, it's right up your alley. A hundred percent up your alley. I to the theater and saw it, and it was great. Yeah, I, I mean, I loved it. I loved it. I was, I was floored. I a thought everybody- A twist at had... the end I wasn't expecting. Oh, I I wasn't kind... expecting that ending. I think as it was unraveling, I was like, okay, here, like I kind of, I saw it coming. Um, but yeah, uh, it was, uh, it, it was great. And the, yeah, 
Fantastic. And what, what I love about Adam Sandler movies is that so are we calling this a recommendation of the week? Oh yeah, hundred percent recommendation of the week. Yeah. But what I love about Sandler is he always puts the hottest chicks as his love interest in every movie. Like uh, I don't know who that uh, who that lady was. Uh, she was unreal hot. Yeah. Um, so good for you, Adam Sandler. Make movies that you want to make. Uh, make a ton of dough, and you know. Put your leading lady as the I mean, hottest chick. They're you saying it's his best performance ever. I, I wouldn't be. I mean, I've always been break. a fan. Like, I've, in general, any any sort of like big comedians, like your Adam Sandler's, your Robin Williams, your Jim Carrey's. Anytime they do a serious movie, I am a hundred percent involved. I love them. Um, I was a big fan of Punch Drunk Love uh, back in the day. Like, I was that was kind of his first uh, <laughs> serious movie. Yeah, uh, and I'm like, yeah, I don't this think is... I've actually ever seen that. It's solid. I mean, it's I forget who the director. It's a good director, um, but it's it's good. He's kind of like I don't know some sort of mental challenge he has, and it. it's not you know. He doesn't go full full on, but um, it's it's very good. Um, that you could kind of tell he had some chops there, and he he had done a couple other movies. I think there was like a nine eleven movie he had done uh, where I think he lost like all of his family, and he was uh, kind of recouping in New York City. And then obviously, like this one's definitely the best one. This there was one, all, he is, oh, there was that one movie where uh, like he had the remote control and he could do anything <laughs> he wanted, and <laughs> yeah, he was great in that. <laughs> Oscar award worthy. <laughs> I think Walken was in that one too, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, <laughs> he was. He was. Yes. That's funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this is definitely uh, one of his finest roles. And yeah, highly recommend. It's it's just good. I just love like the fact that like Kevin Garnett's in it and it's like real like it's So here was my only problem with that movie. Go ahead. Like there is a 20 minute stretch of that movie where he, all it is is just yelling. And it's just yelling over top of everybody. And it's just like, I'm sitting in the movie theater and I'm having the highest anxiety of any movie I've ever watched. When they're, when he's looking for The Rock? Yeah, that's probably like, when it is. Yeah, when, uh, I think when, when like, it, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I know what you're saying. Like, <laughs> there is a high anxiety to it. Uh, that was the only, my only complaint was it, it was, there was a point where like all it was was just yelling and I was like oh my god and then I remembered I like Always Sunny which it's just 14 seasons of yelling just yelling I oh, mean, by the different... way uh, Charlie Day was in like three Super Bowl commercials yesterday I have to I haven't watched any of the Super Bowl commercials so I'll definitely pop after this and check them all out he I did I, I lie I saw the I'm assuming it was a Super Bowl commercial it was the Groundhog Day Bill Murray one it was a Jeep uh, commercial. Yeah, I think I missed that one. I assumed yes. it was. It, it looked big budget, and yeah. I assume you had to pill, pay Bill Murray a ton of dough to do it. So yeah, I just probably. figured it was a Super Bowl commercial, but it was, um, it was pretty good. Yeah. So I, I also have one more story. Uh, go ahead. I feel like you have lots. So go, you, you. This one is unleash. This one is a follow up to uh, a story I told a couple of weeks ago for my real life wrecked. Oh right! You teased this. Early. Yeah, I'm yes. excited about this. And you don't know the you don't know. This. I don't know. I don't know the story yet. I'll tell you. So, uh, what story am I referring to, though? You are referring for those of you uh, who are up to speed on the shenanigans that Buncha gets into at weddings. Uh, he was <laughs> or just in my life. Yeah, <laughs> he was asked by a groom at uh, his last wedding he went to uh, to deliver some papers uh, to a unsuspecting 
uh, guest at the wedding, uh, which Bunchu thought was a complete joke. Turned out it was 100% real. Um, so there's a follow-up to this? Yes. So the papers uh, were paternity papers, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I've, I've now learned a little more uh, about the situation. So the I guess the joke where I thought it was a joke was that it was <laughs> fake papers, right? But they were real papers, and the joke is that it's a running joke in their friend group that the friend is actually uh, the guy's the guy's kid's dad. So like it's like kind of like a uh, overgrown your mom joke. You know what I mean? So that was where I thought it was a joke. Okay. So, but the papers were very real, hundred percent real. So. My buddy calls me yesterday or Friday and he goes, I feel like I need to tell you this because you're invested. And I was like, all right, shoot. <laughs> and he goes, so, you know, it didn't really go anywhere. The, the kid that you served was like trying to think of ways to get revenge. And uh, so this is going to be the real life wreck of the week. Get a and he finally came up with something and it's brilliant. I said, what? He's like, well, you know, he did something really dumb at, at first, and he, like, sent his mom, <laughs> like, a bag of dick glitter. <laughs> and I'm like, what? What? I'm like, that sucks. I'm like, that sucks. He goes, but this is the top of the heap. So he goes, my buddy said, all right, why don't I take these papers and plead no contest? Say that the guy is really my son's dad and I will file a suit for child support and so he has filed papers against his friend in which he will owe him now $800 a month (laughs) until the kid is 18 (laughs) not only that but the kid will uh, the guy will have to pay any medical bills that he might incur and he has now gotten a lawyer gotten those documents written he paid one of his buddies to take the day off of work drive to connecticut and wait outside the hospital that he works at to serve him papers saying this exact same thing tell me that's not the biggest own of all time that is insane it's genius it's so good like i wouldn't Oh my god! Like I wouldn't I can't even, even believe I couldn't believe it when he was telling me this. <laughs> that <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm like, I love is... this story so much. It, it, it's like, just this is blossoming. <laughs> it's blossoming into a into a legendary tale at this point. Like it could be a movie at some point. I, I agree. I agree. Maybe we will write this movie. I think Adam Sandler could star in it. I I would watch it, and I I just want to know who the hot chick is going to be that's going to be the uh the baby mama in this uh <laughs> yes well that, that's really the only crux left to decide right um and it, those are my stories <laughs> i mean you were you were right we were right to uh cut loose any <laughs> any guests today i couldn't have d- told these stories with no exactly with and they would have sour or they would have been a little more stale had we you know waited a week or two correct you got to get them in the moment and then, I, so this guy now is going to owe. I, I don't know what the next chapter is he's probably going to fight it now that he's not the dad <laughs> and have to spend money to fight it <laughs> That's amazing. It's so ridiculous. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't That's even believe it. That's amazing. 
Uh, those are my stories. I needed to get them off my chest. I was ready and raring to go. Should we get to some news? We should. Maybe 27 minutes in. Talk 2740. About <laughs> oh, my God. It's one of those days, people. Sorry. I love it. First of all, Super Bowl Monday should be a national holiday. Uh, I don't understand why it's not. Well, I think, uh, you know, they, have you heard the rumors that they're trying to get a couple more games added to the regular season schedule? Oh, really? No, I didn't hear that. If they do that, they could easily have the Super Bowl on President's Day weekend. And Which is what, be. two weekends from now? Yeah, and then it would be a national That's off day. So uh, I'm I'm pulling for that one. Anyway, all right. Let's get to the news. All right, am I starting off here? Yeah, you started off, buddy. All right, so uh, a couple of weeks ago, we made our predictions for 2020, and I predicted that a Bitcoin ETF would be approved this year as my bold prediction. Uh, The block crypto says otherwise. Uh, This is from Mike McSweeney at the block. The title reads, a Bitcoin ETF won't be approved in the US this year. Uh, Most outlook survey respondents say. So the people are against me. Uh, A significant majority of those who took part in the Block 2020 Outlook survey don't believe U.S. regulators will approve a Bitcoin ETF this year. 106 participants drawn from many of the world's venture capital firms, financial services, and segments of the digital asset ecosystem 82 of those 106 said no. That's 77%. What do you think? That's a big number. That's uh, 77% uh, is, yeah, not looking great. 22.6% of the survey pool said yes. Um, I, I don't know. The SEC provided some insight into the nature of its concerns in a letter from October in which it rejected the proposal from asset manager Bitwise, which we covered here. Um, so remember, that was the story where they were putting together like a, a 200 page rebuttal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, so uh... the quote here says, without data to show the lead lag relationship between prices on the two sets of platforms or any evidence about the directionality, that's a word, of (laughs) the lead lag relationship, which might indicate that changes in price on platforms with fake volume are or are not leading changes in the prices on real platforms, the commission has no basis on which to conclude that prices on real platforms are insulated from the rest of the market. So, that quote says they think it's manipulated. Right. Right? Which so, is probably correct. In which case, if you can manipulate something, kinda, they kinda hard. obviously will not yeah. approve an ETF for it. Because the ETF is just going to allow I mean, much more. I just wish I knew. I, I wish I had a little bit more information on or knew more about kind of the, you know, the bigger stock markets and stuff like that of, of you know, the world and how much manipulation happens there. Because I have to imagine yeah. there's a good amount of manipulation happening on things that have ETFs currently. Probably. Right? Right? But I feel I, there's like... Pro- obviously, there's probably a lot more with Bitcoin. Well, it just feels like maybe it's more 
paper thin, right? Right. Like, yeah. It takes a lot less to move a Bitcoin price than it, right. uh, in terms of volume mm-hmm. than it would something like Apple stock. Right. Right. Yeah. No, that makes you know sense. What I mean? uh, obviously, that's not an ETF, but like, you know, you get the point. I do right? get the point. So I think that's probably the issue because it's and especially because we see these reports come out where there's potential fake volume. So how can they trust what's real or not? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's interesting. I guess I probably will be wrong on my bold prediction, but that's Hey, there's like a 22% chance you're right. (laughs) I'll take those odds all day long. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Yes, I do have one. Uh, This is from the Block Crypto, uh, and this is from Mike Sweeney as well. Or Mike McSweeney, pardon me. Uh, Reginald Fowler. Do we have a new favorite? I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's kind of hard to dethrone uh, our gal there. But... uh, We're we're definitely fan fangirls of uh, of Nagita. <laughs> <laughs> of course, uh, Reginald Fowler rejects plea deal in ongoing crypto quote shadow bank case. Prosecutors say um, so. Efforts between U.S. prosecutors and Reginald Fowler, the former Minnesota Vikings investor accused of running an unlicensed money transmission business for crypto exchanges, to strike a plea deal, have broken down, according to Bloomberg News. Uh, Fowler rejected a plea deal, which seemed all but set to occur uh, following a court hearing last month amid disagreement over the amount of money he would uh, have to be required to forfeit, according to Bloomberg. Uh, Word of the talks, uh, word of the talks breakdown was included in a letter submitted to the court by prosecutors on Friday. The letter said, quote, On Thursday, Mr. Fowler rejected the current plea offer, and the government has formally withdrawn the offer. Thus, the parties anticipate the case proceeding to trial as scheduled on April 20th, 2020, although the court uh, set a schedule for motions in... Um, in advance of the trial, a motion schedule for general uh, pre-trial motions have not been set. Thus, the parties will confer and submit a joint letter within the next week proposing a schedule for the court considerations. Uh, Fowler has uh, indicated, or pardon me, Fowler has indicted, uh, was indicted last April uh, for running a so-called shadow bank, and w- and that was tied to... What is a shadow bank? I don't know. It's like a, a bank. It's like maybe a bank behind a bank. Is it like Puxatawney <laughs> Phil? Maybe. <laughs> Is it like a bank that sees its shadow and runs and away. It's, like it's six more weeks of winter, right. It, no, it's a it's a bank that's only up for six weeks at a time. Ah, that's, that's what it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Shadow bank. <laughs> Uh, that was tied to Crypto Capital, a payment processing service once used for major exchanges like Bitfinex, Kraken, and others at one time or another. Uh, so Crypto Capital, Shadow Bank. Um, yeah, very, very dark, very shadowy. Um, <laughs> you know, we'll see. It seems suspicious, at least. But I don't know. When you, I don't know. To me, when you... Uh, when you reject a plea deal, y- your confidence level must be sky high. I mean, right? Yeah. Uh, plea deals yeah. are what I live for. I mean, I, I would be taking yeah, plea. You live. For I a leave. Plea deal? I live for a plea deal. Um, if that's not an admission of guilt, <laughs> to everything in your life, I don't know what is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I would never reject a plea deal because um, I'm very guilty uh, of most things. So um, yeah. So this guy must be, you know. Uh, have either a big set of uh, 
bean bags or um, <laughs> <laughs> or is is in With fact a name innocent. like Reginald Fowler. Oh my God! I mean, you have a set. Absolutely. Sure. Um, yeah. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll we'll, we'll keep uh, we'll keep our, our fingers on the pulse of this story and uh, keep you updated. As uh, all right, I got one more here, which is. Uh, I've also been the lead of all the Libra news Mm -hmm. here. Um, So we've got, so this one struck my fancy, if you will. Um, The, and this is by our, our girl, Yagita Tari. MasterCard CEO reveals why the payments giant quit Libra. So, you know, we've been talking about it a couple times where we saw all these original, um, participants in the Libra Association are now backing out. So like I think Visa did, MasterCard did, PayPal, and so some of the other really big companies um, backed out of it, right? Right. So this says here that MasterCard CEO Ajay Banga has revealed reasons why the the payments giant quit the Facebook-led Libra stablecoin project. So there's a quote here where he says, which is interesting, when you don't understand how money gets made, it gets made in ways you don't like. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I, which is, I, I mean, I guess it's interesting, but how is that any different than, you know, our actual dollars, right? right? (laughs) Um, the other thing he says here, which I thought was, uh, I think more appropriate um, and or justified, I think, um, he says that Libra was initially positioned as a financial inclusion tool, but when it transited to a proprietary digital wallet, Calibra, it raised a red flag for MasterCard. Uh, so his quote says, it went for this altruistic idea into their own wallet. And I'm like, this doesn't sound right. <laughs> So that's his direct quote. So obviously, if it's a proprietary thing, you know, MasterCard ain't going to benefit from it. Right, exactly. He's really saying. (laughs) Um, The 60-year-old CEO also had concerns when Libra Association's members would not firmly commit to compliance measures such as KYC and AML. Uh, MasterCard quit the association last October alongside Visa and several other firms. And, uh, yeah, so it started with 28 members in June, but over the months, eight of them have left. So we're down to 20 members left in this uh, Libra conglomerate. Um, what do we need to get in there? 10 mil? I think that's what it was, I feel, right? I feel like that was the number. Let's let's scrap I together some pockets. I agree. We're pro-Libra. Yeah, we could crowdfund this thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Buy some more T-shirts, people. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, uh, hey, do we have do we have a, a wrecked podcast jean jacket? We don't, but we will. Now that you've mentioned this, uh, okay? Because uh, there is a friend of mine who was at the Super Bowl party last night, and she wears a jean jacket from another podcast that has a skull on it. Really? And I said, "Bitch." wear mine yeah no <laughs> she's kidding like, do you have a jean jacket and i'm like i'm pretty sure we do she goes if you get that for my birthday and and sign it for me i'll oh wear it oh my god so. yeah 100 percent. this is what we're doing <laughs> yeah so there you yeah, go I'll, i could I'll, give I'll, my I'll, first autograph i'll make it on I'll, I'll, I'll make it happen 
I uh, can give my first autograph here. So, uh, all right, that's going to do it for us for news. Uh, what are we doing next? My favorite segment? Yeah. <laughs> DTT? <laughs> yes, yes. So we are going We are going to the chamber vault on Defend That Tweet. The defense is not back, Mom. Hey, let's get our energy going at the defensive end. Um, so, <laughs> you know, we've kind of already talked a little bit about your Super Bowl hatred, so I won't go into that. Again, it's not a hatred. Took- I'm just sick and tired of seeing moms walking around pretending like they know Tom Brady all the time. Do you know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> it's sickening. <laughs> First of all, those people are mom Brady, uh, and don't and you leave them I'm alone, sorry. okay? <laughs> Tom Brady was in a Hulu ad. I guess they'll be Mahomes now. Is that? <laughs> yeah, Mahomes. Mahomes. I like that. Mom Holmes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, I like that. Um, all right. So I steered away from your Super Bowl tweets. Uh, we've actually got some decent crypto tweets here. Um, decent as in for fodder, not the content. Hundred percent. <laughs> yeah. That's, I'm like, well, but I will start with. I will start with this one. Your pinned tweet, which I can't believe I've never really brought up before, from ten eighteen nineteen. So was that October? Uh, uh. Yeah, that's October <laughs> of two thousand nineteen, and it says, "My wife says I have no friends." Then I show her my followers list, and then it's a GIF of Kenny Powers. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about it. So, my, <laughs> thirty-three likes, four comments. By the way, so, so you have you have at least four. Friends. Absolutely. Um, my wife loves uh, when she's upset with me. Love her go-to attack is podcast and Twitter friends. Uh, that you know, my only friends are, are like basically that I have no friends, and I you know I focus on on Twitter and and the podcast. Like that's her go-to move. Um, so yeah, I just show her every time. I'm like yeah, I am popular. I do have friends. Look at my follower list um, because it really <laughs> infuriates her. One of your four replies was me. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just bumped so you could see what I replied. That's funny. So, um, yeah, I know she, um, you know, I, I think when we first started this, it was, uh, it was you know, obviously a, a fun thing to do. And we do put a lot of time into it. And I mean, now I basically, I'm like, this is, you know, it's a job now, sweetheart. Um, I'm, I'm working hard over here. Um, so, sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I mean, it is a job. 100% job not see like the the fun part is like this part most people don't realize what part is the job right this is not the job no this, this is, is the, the easy part. part yeah this is the fun part this is the part you look forward to it's all the other stuff right. that goes into making sourcing jean jacket suppliers that's what i mean right <laughs> exactly like you need to make sure you have the world's finest denim right and <laughs> it's got to be boiled right it has to be bo- maybe double at boiled the correct if, temperature. If I- <laughs> <laughs> and I want you to have half of that day. You know what? I appreciate that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Another tweet right. here. This is from one day ago. Okay. Um, <laughs> five likes, uh-huh. two comments, right. another one of which was me. <laughs> Man, this is just a giant circle jerk. It sure it? is. <laughs> what goes around comes around, around and around. <laughs> 
um, the over the weekend, uh, actually, shit, I can't believe we didn't talk about this. Um, the zero hedge thing, right? I wasn't familiar I mean, with it. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if I really was either, um, but I think it's a, a interesting thing. Yeah, right? they got what they got censored essentially. They got banned right. basically for doxing a. Chinese doctor with right. the whole coronavirus thing. Right, 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 yes. Oh, by the way, have your thoughts changed on coronavirus since our last episode where we basically wrote it off as nothing? Yeah, no, I feel like my entire family was sick this weekend, um, and I think we are we all have the coronavirus. Uh, I've been wheezing for like three days, so <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it is February, happen. which is cold season, so, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it, it it looks pretty serious. Well, and then there's like I've there's talks of like China, um, you know, yeah, with the bio warfare, bio warfare. Also, you know, uh, maybe diminishing the number of cases that they're actually calling coronavirus. Right. right. Um, so yep. there's some suspicious things going on. You know, typical China stuff. Yeah. But anyway, with this zero hedge, uh, the the narrative around this zero hedge thing was uh, crypto Twitter was kind of in an uproar they were. that they got banned. And then uh, the narrative was, well, Jack banned zero hedge, but gave us the emoji mm-hmm. on the hashtag. <laughs> they sure did. Yeah. yeah totally so redeemed himself. Weekend, <laughs> <laughs> over the weekend, hashtag Bitcoin got its own Bitcoin emoji that goes with it afterwards. Amazing. Um, so, you know, then after, uh, then after it was, you know, what has the hashtag for Bitcoin and what doesn't. So hashtag Bitcoin does, hashtag BTC does. Right. But then everybody was up in arms like, well, not up in arms, but proving, oh, well, Bitcoin Cash mm-hmm. doesn't. BSV you know. doesn't. <laughs> yeah, right. Which is, you know, it's true. It's not. Um, so you tweeted <laughs> one day ago, hashtag Bitcoin. And then after that comes the Bitcoin B and then <laughs> space oobs. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised that nobody put this genius, you know, tweet together already, uh, because as the calculator once told us, you know, 80085 spells boobs. Uh, so, uh, and hashtag Bitcoin plus OOBS spells Bitcoin. Boobs. I love it. I love it. Um, so again, I feel like that one didn't get the love it deserved either. I feel like that was five likes eh. and two replies, one of which was me saying that this was under. There you go. I, you know what? The, my, the audience that I want to feel um, appreciated by appreciated it. So that that's really all that matters to me. Oh my God. It's just, that's it. I've got your back. I appreciate it. That's a 50 plus like tweet though. I mean, that's all day long. Should be. The problem is I think you have a shadow bank of followers where Everything you tweet has three to five likes. I'm very <laughs> convinced that 80% of my followers just block me or mute me, um, and they don't see my gold. So <laughs> I, I right. wish there was a way to find your, that out. Your digital gold. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, two more tweets here. Um, also from one day ago. Three likes. Mm-hmm. It is a poll. Okay. Um, cool? Three likes, two replies. And I know for a fact I am also one of the <laughs> um, Just bought a bag of Raven right. and TRX, mm-hmm. which will do better in February. And you put out a poll. I did. Um, I have a beef to pick with you. Go ahead. You spent 15 minutes on a 
Justin's son Tron rant last week. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you go buy Tron. I did. Um, Explain. <laughs> this is a real defend that tweet. Easy defense. Easy defense. How? I'll tell you. You don't know this. I didn't. I didn't explain it in the tweet. <laughs> you don't know this about me, but <laughs> I'm. <hypocrite>. I am <laughs> very hypocritical. Um, no, I was listening to um, the ledger. I know I talk about Ledgercast all the time, but they're again one of my fave. Um, my favorite podcast in crypto if you want you know smart crypto it's the only reason we know anything about crypto. it's it's 100 percent right um and brian uh was saying that uh i think both tron and raven i think more tron was prime for a breakout he even tweeted again yesterday about it uh so are you saying he gave hashtag financial advice? he absolutely gave me hashtag financial <laughs> advice <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna tag him in it, but I didn't feel like, you know, re, you know, bring him into that shitstorm. Uh, but yeah, that's a hundred percent why I'm like, well, let's see if he's right. Because if he's right on both of them, I will definitely, you know, send him my kudos. Um, but yeah, uh, so far so good. I think Raven, at both, both, you know, both buys are up. Uh, but you know, waiting for that 40 percent so breakout. You, you actually had hundred and thirteen votes on this. Yeah. So some someone out there's yeah, uh, uh, Raven. I would hope you don't have a hundred. 13 alt accounts. No, I, I it's that close. Would vote on it's your double digits poll. for sure, though. <laughs> um, Raven dominated the poll. They did. 84% of the 113 votes. So as of right now, I'll tell you where... where so like basically just Justin's son and his mom voted <laughs> So uh, Raven is up uh, 11% to BTC, and Tron is up 3% to BTC. Yeah. Oh, there you no. go. So the people are right. Yeah. So, do you think this was a Raven bot issue? Uh, yeah. No, I think it, Raven is notorious for the bots, right? Um, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think that's how they won our bracket. They did, By the way, that is coming, coming up, up exactly. Damn, I can't believe. So yes, I did zero research in both of those purchases. A hundred percent was just like, oh, those are the two Brian said. I'll just buy those and see what happens. Uh, well, yeah, you know, yeah. let's see. He was right on a couple of them. Uh, Josh was right on a couple too. So we'll see what happens. All right, last one here. So most of these have been crypto related. Yeah. So let's look at keep us. the theme going. Yeah, I know. This is two days ago. Uh-huh. Ten likes, Ooh. one comment. Ooh. All right. I don't think it was me. Okay. <laughs> uh downloading the Bitcoin core <laughs> wallet for the first time. OG status check mark. Yep. Talk about so, it. So um I was asked to download, you know, we we've been dealing with some real OG crypto people as of late. Um and we were asked, I think I, I'm gonna include you in this. Uh we were asked to download the Bitcoin core wallet. And I was asking the person, um, which one is that? Like, how is the Bitcoin Core wallet different than, say, like a desktop wallet? You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) And I was shamed appropriately. Um, So, yeah, they said, apparently, you have Bitcoin.org. You just download the, uh, you know, download the, uh, the wallet there. And it takes, it took me two full days to sync the wallet. Um... I just sent you, you did. a screenshot before the show. <laughs> How long is it taking Mine you? Mine said it was going to take 43 weeks. Yeah, so <laughs> see you in, uh, in, in late 2020. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh-huh. I, I'm still downloading it right now. It is now updated to 10 hours. Ooh, so. nice. Uh, that's yes. reasonable. Um, but yeah, so I have, I feel, 
and, and I told the person, I said, I would bet most people don't have this. Would you, would you agree? Oh, I would totally agree. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I feel, again, you know, we came in, in, fact, we came in late. let's put it out on a poll on the podcast account. Let's do that. Bic, do yeah. you have the Bitcoin Core wallet? All right. Yeah, well, because I bet you most people, the answer is no. So I do have it, because and I am now an OG. So nana nana yeah, boo boo. I think that makes you one, right? <laughs> I, I think OG status check. Yeah. I, I feel I feel good about it, um, and yeah, We're man. Ten hours away from also having it you. takes a long time because it yeah it's just I think it took two hundred and two hundred plus gigs of space on your computer to get the entire chain. Oh, I don't have ain't nobody got time for um, that. And then I think it goes to like two gig. It just keeps like two gigs of the most recent. So we'll see. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so right. well, I those are your tweets. Actually, I think all but one were crypto. Look at that. Look That's at pretty us. good. We actually did a substantial amount of crypto stuff. I feel good about today. Yeah. I mean, OG, great stories. OG, OG crypto podcast, check OG, mark. <laughs> check mark. And nice, tightly packaged under an hour. Can you believe it? I love it. it. Uh, what do we got Wednesday? More of us? Um, We'll see. <laughs> Since I cancel all our guests. Yeah, you know what? Uh, <laughs> the ego has spread. <laughs> it, it, dude, it's the first time I've ever done something like that. And you you were, I think you were proud of me. I was 100% proud of you. Uh, I was more than glad to let your ego loose. Um, so it was uh, it was a good day for me. I was, I was excited to hear this. Uh, anyway, I'm going to go watch a Super Bowl Simpsons replay. Nice. I'm going to watch the commercials <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, awesome. <laughs> um, what else? Anything else before we get out of here? Mm, yeah, just make sure. Um, check out some of our cohorts on CoinHQ.tv. Um, you know, we got uh, the Crypto Show Show just put out a new episode yesterday, which was very funny. He is, that's Rent-A-Rocker for those of you guys listening. Uh, he was, I don't know if you've seen this yet, visibly intoxicated on this. No, oh my God. <laughs> it's very good. Um, are we talking, are we talking like uh, drunk spilling chili on his jersey? Not, intoxicated? I like mean, I, was board, I would say he was able to put the show together um, <laughs> and it was, it was good, but yeah, visibly intoxicated. So ch- shout that's out to Rent to Rocker awesome. for putting out some quality product. Um, but we got new shows from uh, Roy. I have a great idea for a yes. show. You know the show Drunk History. Of course. Drunk Crypto. <sighs> I could. It's like it, you you get hammered and you have people on that like either from projects or whatever and they have to be drunk and then they explain their, they explain their stuff. Mm, I like that. Tell me that's not So genius. we have to be one of us has to be sober. Yeah, one person. Yeah. It could. We could take turns. I can be sober. I'm not a big. I'm not a big drinker. Yeah, but you could come high as balls one day. I'm mostly high as balls <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Except for 10 a.m. shows. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I think the most important part is whoever the guest is has. To I be agree. Happy. I think that. I think we. Yeah, there's something we could. We could provide the story. So, like, tell us about like the, you know, the Bitcoin. You know how Bitcoin was created, essentially, or something like that. Yeah, um, I think right. that's a fun story to tell. Um, ah, we we could even just make it as like a uh, every once in a while version of our show. Right, like once a month we do drunk crypto on Rex podcast. It's just an hour long segment. I like it. 
I think that's a great I'm idea. I'm into it. Look at All you. Right, Look at you. You, got, you. you brought the fire. You're bringing great ideas for, for new shows. I love it. This is, this is, this is quality uh, entertainment here. I woke up just throwing seven different kinds of smoke today, that's- and I was ready to. I was ready to go, and that's about I it. I love it. So, all right, that's gonna do it for us. We will be back later in the week. Check us out at CoinHQ.tv and the Twitter at CoinHQ underscore. And as always, until next time, don't get wrecked. And that is financial advice. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. You can help support us by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and become a wrecked patron by signing up for a monthly tier on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com forward slash wrecked podcast. Don't get wrecked.